About to inherit $20,000. What should I do? Let's check this out. Like the title states, I'm about to inherit $20,000 and wondering how to best utilize it. I have a good job right now that I'm happy with and renting currently with $10,000 in credit card debt and $26,000 in car loan, no student loans. My plan before I knew about this was to work on paying the credit card debt down this year, which I think I can do for the most part and just stick to the car payments as usual. No real issues there. I was thinking about just putting all of it into one of those online 4% savings accounts and forgetting about it until it's time for my girlfriend and I to buy a house in the next couple of years and again, just work on my credit card and car debt like normal. Any better suggestions out there from people who are better at this than I am would be greatly appreciated. So I'm going to answer this as if I was in this position. So if I was this person and I inherited 20k, what I would do is just wipe out the credit card debt immediately, which would massively increase the cash flow that's coming in because getting that car loan down would be far easier now because the minimum on the credit card would be horrendous. Now, that would leave you 10k out of the 20,000, right? Now, what I would do with that is that I would pull back some money for like my one month of like an emergency fund. But it's not really an like emergency fund. It's just like an emergency emergency fund, like a starter emergency fund. But I want it to like cover my like at least one month of like expenses just so that I don't have to go back into credit card debt, right? So let's just say that it's like three grand for like this example, right? Which would leave, actually, let's say four grand. Let's say one month of expenses, four grand, right? So that would leave us with six grand out of the 20. What I would do with that is put that down onto the car loan, which leaves the car loan at 20,000. But now you only have that $20,000 of a car loan. You do not have that credit card debt, meaning the cash flow that you freed up that was originally going to that credit card debt is now going straight to the car loan, which is also a cheaper debt now. So it's a lot easier and it's going to be way quicker for you to pay down that car and then save up enough money for a down payment on a home. Now, the thing that really bothers me about this, right, is this, right, this section. So forgetting about it until it's time for my girlfriend and I to buy a house in the next couple of years. Like, don't buy a home with someone you are not married to. Period. End of story. You open yourself up to so many legal issues if something were to happen, right? If your partner passes away, now you're co-owner of a home with their sibling or something. Like, it, it's, it's such a massive headache. Don't do this. If like, Here's the thing. If you still don't want to get like married at that point, you have one of you be the sole owner of the home, sole owner, but you rent it out to the other person, right? You could do that. It's a lot better. I just don't like the idea of people like combining finances to like this extent.
when you're not married, right? Like you're playing house, but you don't really get the house, right? Like like you're not like actually like married. You're not really actually a couple, legally speaking. Now, in some states, it gets a little bit iffy, right? Because in some states, I believe if you were to live underneath the same roof for like two years, sometimes maybe only even like a year with your spouse, they automatically become like a 50% owner. I, I forget which states, I don't feel like looking it up, but I do know that there are some states that have very weird cohabitation laws in terms of like what actually happens. Because I also remember listening to a conversation that someone had on a podcast where this young lady was like the breadwinner of the relationship between her and her boyfriend and basically she got completely screwed because she bought a condo but due to the cohabitation laws of her state that her boyfriend that was basically abusive and also was not making any money at all and was I think also like an addict of some sort was co-owner, like became like 50% owner of the actual property. And I believe for her to actually get out of the property, he like she had to like somehow convince him to agree to have the property sold because he became a co-owner of it, again, due to the cohabitation laws. So you just got to be very careful with this. Look at the like the laws within your state when it comes to this whole sort of thing about ownership and whatnot. But... Ugh, do not buy a home with someone that you are not married to. It is so dangerous. Now, also, like, this person's, like, so focused on, like, trying to put the money away towards, like, savings accounts, right? These are the 4%, which, by the way, personally, I am holding a crazy amount of cash into one of these accounts that pay a really good percentage. But the thing is, it still doesn't beat inflation. Inflation is still horrible right now. Right, so even though it's nice to earn some like extra money by doing literally nothing, it's still not technically beating inflation. Like, <laughs> you're still technically losing money, even if you were to put the money into these accounts that are paying the four percent, you're still losing money. That's how sad <laughs> the situation in the country is. Like, savings accounts, like the fact that savings accounts have roughly a 4% savings right now is not a good thing. It's really not a good thing. <laughs> but again, it's not enough money to really justify it. Like 4% of 20,000 is basically nothing, really. Like it's not life-changing at all. Like you could probably barely actually get anything worthwhile from that. So it's like, it's just not worth it. Like you would end up making a higher return by paying off your credit card, right? Because the credit card is like a 29%, potentially over a 30%. But you want to put that into an account that only pays you 4%. You see how that doesn't really make sense because like even with the 4%, you're basically still like 20%, uh, 26%, 25% the opposite direction. Like it, like it literally doesn't make sense, right? And even if they only had the card debt, the car debts typically nowadays have been about like, at least for the past couple of years, because it's like a three-year-old car, I think. 
is probably like a 12% car loan. So even then, it still wouldn't be that good. Like, this isn't like a situation, which I still don't like this, but like, not too long ago, you were able to potentially get approved for like a 1% to 2% car loan. It was rare, but I've seen it before where people were actually able to get that low of a percentage for their car loan. Nowadays, nah, not even close to that. So 4% literally doesn't mean anything. You are still way in the negative by your current financial situation. So if that was me in this situation where I inherited the 20K, I would pay off the credit card debt completely. I'd hold back four grand for my first months of expenses as like an emergency, emergency fund. And I'll put this other 6K straight onto the uh, car loan and then just do everything I can to pay off that car loan. This is just constantly going down in value. But let's check out some of these uh, comments. Pay off the credit cards. Yep. <laughs> they basically said what I said. It makes no sense to put money into a 4% savings account when you're paying 20 plus percent on credit cards. The same may be true of the auto loan depending on its rate. Yeah, this is basically exactly what I was thinking. Because like the auto loan situation is just so absurd where they're practically credit cards now in terms of like their interest rate. Like it's insane. See, I still have zero clue why people think sitting on credit card debt is no big deal. I see it done so often it's mind-boggling. Even a close family friend used to just run up their cards as if it didn't matter, then wonder why they're always broke. Like I, the thing is, from my understanding, the reason why people do this is because like it like it just doesn't like click in their brain as to how credit cards really actually like work, right? And you know, I had a family member that long, long time ago thought the credit card balance was like free money. They didn't realize that money is lent to you by the credit card company, meaning that you have to pay it back. So like, let's say that they had like a $5,000 credit line, like credit card balance. They didn't realize that like, oh, like I got a credit card limit of like 5K. That means I can go to Walmart and just spend money, whatever I want to spend and not care about it. That's not how it works. It means like you could borrow up to 5K, but you got to pay it back, you know? But some people just didn't even, like, don't even know that. Like, some people literally just do not even know how credit cards actually work, where they are just basically loaning you money, right? And people also really don't understand just how bad the interest rates on these cards and what that means, right? Some people don't even pay attention to that. It's like, Oh, they're like, oh, 29% APR. Oh, who cares about that? Eh, blah, 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 blah. Right? When if they start putting on like a couple thousand dollars on a credit card with like a 29% APR or like a 30% APR, you're potentially going to start spending like potentially hundreds of dollars a month on just the minimum, right? Which means that you could potentially spend like 10 maybe 15, maybe 20 years to pay off a credit card that only has a few grand technically on it. Like, you only spend a few grand, but it's going to potentially, like, take you, like, a quarter of your life to pay it off. Like, that's crazy when you think about it.
Let's see. You want your $20,000 to earn $800 and slog off paying off debt that has interest on it. Clear the debt. You don't pay any interest. Again, right? Like, this is what I mean. Like, the 4% of the 20000 is nothing, right? In the grand scheme of things, it is nothing because what they are probably paying on just the minimum of their credit card, right, is probably multiple thousands of dollars a year, right? So this $800 would mean nothing in their situation. Like, it does nothing in their situation. Oh, Lord. Apparently there's a different post with a guy who has a 24% auto loan? That's crazy. Credit card debt equals bad. Agreed. Pay your credit card to zero every month. A week before the statement date, you're going to develop bad habits if you spend with the card on stuff you can't pay to zero every month. Consider this a bailout. Yeah, this is basically a bailout, bail, semi-bailout, half-bailout for this individual. But the problem that I see with this is that say that the person does what I would do. What is to stop them from just spending the money back on their credit card, right? Like this is my biggest issue when it comes to like uh, credit card spending and people who carry debt on their credit cards. If you're someone who carries any amount of credit card debt at all to where you have minimum payments that you have to pay on it, you need to basically just never use a credit card ever again in your life because you are always going to eventually go back to that habit of spending money on your credit card and not completely paying it off, right? Like, there's just some people, and not just some, there's like almost nearly half of the population that cannot use credit cards. Like, they shouldn't. Right? I mean, they legally can, but they shouldn't, right? Like, most people should not have chips inside their home because they're going to eat it, right? And then they're going to get super, super chunky. Like, there are just some people that can't do that. For example, I can't have chips inside wherever I'm living at because I'm just going to eat the whole darn bag of chips, right? So I literally just can't have chips. So you just got to be honest with yourself, like this is a bad situation. Like again, this is this is why credit cards like bother me so much when I see people carry debt. It's like you're just purposely like doing bad stuff to yourself. By the way, if you want to learn how to get out of debt, go to 40 and